Listening Dog Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it's somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Hear him. Breathtaking. Like never before. Hello and welcome to Seaman Says. Today we're joined by one of England's greatest goal scorers, Gary Lineker. Links, how are you? No, I'm all right, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm doing well, lovely to see you. And, you. Well, sort of from a distance, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. What have you been up to? I know you've been, obviously you're busy weekends, most weekends now, but... Um, yeah, what? still got the Saturday job. Yeah, still Saturday um, job. <laughs> which is that. good, but um, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's like, kind of same old in many ways but um yeah things things are good i'm still watching loads of football and, yeah. and other sport are you still and, golfing um, no i gave up golf about 10 years ago my, my back didn't like it very much and neither did my head <laughs> get beat myself up all the time in the golf course yeah but, but um yeah so i gave up 10 years ago with injuries really yeah so. but that's i know i would i was I was a little. I still play now, but I've I've took up the fishing because, like, what what you say about with the golf, sometimes you get more frustrated, don't you? Like when you play golf, and you, yeah. you're supposed to do it to relax and everything. But yeah. uh, I think it brings out the worst in in everybody on the golf course. You find out your, your weak spots, and uh, there's so many times I used to go after golf and thinking you're a bit of a crap today. <laughs> 
<laughs> why, 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 are you, why are you shouting at yourself? Why are you beating yourself up all the time? Why are you, why are you expecting to be good at a game that you're not that good at? <laughs> yeah, why are you chucky clubs? I've seen, I've seen yeah. right you throw a few clubs, trust me, have it? Oh, me too. Yeah. And drive into a tree. Oh, no <laughs> <way>. <laughs> I once saw him throw a club. It, it, we were in America playing, and he threw this club into the bushes, and he was like, leave it in there, it's a... Sh- club because <laughs> he did it bad about three or four times yeah. but yeah of course it's always the club's fault exactly exactly yeah. what yeah. um what are your thoughts on this this season so far because it's for me it's just yeah. it's just, just keeps getting bigger and better all the time yeah it's been an electrifying start we've had some cracking games haven't we i mean even over the weekend um yesterday i watched oh. sat there and watched actually i watched I think I watched four games yesterday because I watched PSG and then I watched the oh, game later on as well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I um, had some really good stuff and I thought um, your lot have started very well. Yeah. Um, very impressively, as have Spurs. Exactly. Um, they've been pretty good as well, even though they've kind of had to grind it out a little bit, whereas Arsenal have been very fluent. Um, Manchester City, Manchester City, that was a cracking game that was yeah. yesterday, wasn't it? No, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just... Too- it's great to watch games like that, you know, and especially when it yeah. goes like three-one to Newcastle. I was like, "Wow, you know what a proper okay. game this is." You know, this was after after watching my favourite Leeds beat Chelsea like so but, yeah. convincingly. Yeah, no, Leeds were great. Yeah, like I mean, really good. I mean, the the, the tactically and the press and the, the, the way they got at Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea had their chances as well, but. Um, it was a it's very impressive performance from Leeds. I can't not mention Leicester, your beloved Leicester. What's what's your mm. thoughts? Because like I'm a bit worried. Yeah. A bit worried. I think lots of lots of things. I think um, financially the club's struggling. I think that you know the owner's business is not doing brilliantly at the moment. Uh, whether that has any reference to it, I don't know. Um, if you look at our squad, it's really good. But what happens is in this this dreadful month of August all your best players have, you know which Leicester have managed to because of good recruitment in the past we've you know got really good players so you know the likes of Fafana Tielemans um, and and Madison have been getting a lot of um, interest from other clubs yeah. and I think there's been offers and I think that that plays with players heads um, and then they get you know, in a situation where the club doesn't know where you are and you don't know which players you're going to have going into into September. I just think it's so unfair the, the way the transfer window works, particularly for clubs like Leicester. Mm. Because, you know, if we if, if Leicester lost, say, for Farner and, and Tielemans, which is a, a possibility, uh, especially for Farner, the looks of it, then, you know, they've got no time to really replace them either. Yeah. So then that, that stymies Leicester and leaves them in a pickle. But... I mean, actually, I've watched them and they played um, played really well against um, first half against Brentford. They played really well for 60 minutes uh, on Saturday. Um, and then they got the lead and both times sort of, I don't know, just got a bit nervous and sat back. And But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, think the, I, think, well, I think all Leicester fans are, are, are slightly worried about Leicester City are going to go back to being Leicester City because, <laughs> because we have had miracle years that we it was never going it can't you know continue at that level um, you know to win the league and then win the FA Cup was it's beyond their wildest dreams but it's it's difficult it's like my three of my four boys support Leicester and they're you know they're all a bit down at the minute because they've kind of become used to us being successful and that's <laughs> that's unrealistic but anyway so fingers crossed support 
Who did, who did you? Uh, oh, George, just George. He's he's very contrary. He's Manchester United. Oh, no <laughs> I mean, it's, we're getting our own. But we are actually still above Manchester United in the league. Oh yes, you are. So he's still he's he's he's, he's he used to give us you know so much stick and with his banter years and years ago. But we've had our own back the last few years. Yeah, I was and I was George. really surprised when when Casper uh, left. You know, I don't. I didn't yeah. get that, you know, why why he went yeah. and you know and, and that that's like a big signal, isn't it, to like to the to the rest of the players, you know, when when a, a big character of your team and in the dressing room leaves while he's still playing like really well, mm. you know, it's it's not a good signal to the rest. It, it, it was a funny one considering the you know, obviously they've got Danny Ward's coming in, but he was the number two, so they've not brought in yeah. anyone else. Um I think I hear they quite Great Everson, who's um, on the bench, um, and they've got a Polish keeper that's out on loan that they've got high expectations for. So, but you know, I don't. You know, the, the, I think Casper's been a loyal servant, and maybe they felt, you know, he perhaps if he wanted to go, yeah. that they you know, allow. I mean, he was he's, he's mid thirties now, so. Uh, but he's been. I mean, Casper was fantastic for Leicester, oh. uh, a, a real leader. Um, I'm, you know, one of the great shot stoppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, no question about that, and. Um, you know, it'll, it'll be forever in Leicester's fans' hearts. Oh, for sure. God, yeah, definitely. You know, and, and when you know, when, I, when I think of Casper, I just straight away, obviously, you think of his dad, but then you think to him, you think about him that that's an even more of achievement because of how good your dad was, and yet you're still, you know, you're right up there as well. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's astounding, really. I mean, it's because you know, outfit you get. Kids and famous footballers and stuff, don't you? Outfield, but he's but goalkeeper is so specific, isn't yeah, it? And, so, yeah. and there's so many similarities, aren't there? The way they start, as you would expect. But yeah, to you know, to to have your dad who's been one of the greatest goalkeepers we've ever had, yeah. um, and then actually to to have the career that he's had, and as it's quite astounding, really. Um, and he's he's been brilliant, Casper. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. I noticed I watched you on uh, Match of the Day, and you put you put Peter in in your best eleven or something. <laughs> oh, sorry, right. sorry, right. sorry. No, 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 there's a little bit. To Is this me, why he's on? <laughs> yeah, he's got no time to go at him. <laughs> but what you said afterwards is that you always used to score past me, and you did. You always seemed to score past me. Oh. I know. I, I, I oh, you just said it like, oh, I know. Well, I, I, no, but it's funny because you have you have keepers that you score against, and then oh, the uh, Chris Woods, I never, I never scored against. I think I scored against him once in in my whole career. Yeah. Um, and and, and it, it was funny like that. But I, I, I think I scored against you a few at Birmingham yeah. when you were there. QPR, QPR. you got a hat trick for QPR, and Arsenal, obviously the semi final. Yeah, yeah. Um, was, that was, that that was, was that the was sheer a bit... power of my shot, though, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it took your fingers off. <laughs> I know. You scored twice in it, though, didn't you? I know. I know. Yeah. I know. But... So anyway, so I want to thank you for enhancing my career. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the drink. <laughs> I always I say to you. I always say to people about that semi final. I was there, but I didn't play. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you had you had hundreds and hundreds of great days, but you know you're allowed the opportunity yeah. occasionally. But it was, and you won the league that year. So, yeah, you know. true. But it was it was one of those things. You know, people say to me like, "Who's who's like like your you least favorite player that you, that you played against?" As in, yeah. or the hardest player that you played against. And I always say you and Robbie, Robbie Fowler, 
She always yeah. seemed to score past me. Like Robbie, Robbie got that hat trick at, at Anfield in three and a half minutes. Yeah. Like you, you, everywhere I went, whatever club I went to, you always seemed to score past me. Can I, can I say it's a great honour to be your bogey player? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this Robbie Farham, it's just it's just the quality of the finishing. It's just the quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were always like in and around the box. You know, they weren't like yeah. no long. Mind you, having said that, your shot in the semi final was quite a way out, wasn't it? I know. Just, I it, it, yeah, for me, it was. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are your fingers still stinging? Oh, no, yeah, I can't believe it. I, I was like, you know what? It's one of those moments where, like, as the goalie, you think, I've got this. And then that little yes. relaxation comes in. And it, oh, honestly, we call that yeah. chocolate wrist in the trade. Oh, well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> in goalie world. <laughs> in goalie world, it was chocolate <laughs> wrist. But no, yeah. and, then, and then you go on to, to actually win it as well. Um, what I wanted Thanks. to ask you about was how was Gazza in, those, in that dressing room? Because I've I've spoke to him, you know, and and he says I can't remember what I were like. What generally or no? It, well, yeah, generally, and then in in the, in in the, the final, final and the final, oh, yeah. the semi semi final. You know, in big games, Gaza was always hyped up, yeah. and I I look at the semi final and the final of that year. In the semi final, we had the free kick early on, um, and. I remember it was quite a long way out, and Gazi used to like bending them. And I, 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 I run out to him. You see it if you ever anyone, mm. if you ever look it up on YouTube or something. I, I went, "Don't just bend it." I said, "Just smack it." <laughs> and he sort of smacked it and bent it. And obviously, <laughs> went right in the top. It was unbelievable free kick. But I think all his hyper energy from like from that, that it, he actually calmed him down. He played a great game after that, which I mean, was a yeah. magnificent performance. But in the final, he was equally hyped up, but he came out and he committed two fouls and then obviously damaged his knee um, quite badly. So we didn't, he, we didn't see him in the dressing room because he was rushed off to hospital, oh, but the right. whole team, the whole team visited him oh, in the nice. hospital ward. Yeah. And, and it was actually quite emotional because we all knew it was a, a really, really serious injury. Um, but as Gazza being Gazza, we're still joking about it, obviously. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Speaking of um, of YouTube, something because we had we had dinner on the Saturday night, and uh, David alluded to one of the Walkers adverts that he was on with you, which I yes. couldn't remember. So I got back and I YouTubed it. <laughs> and, yeah. you, and your your I say your stunt double. You was you were a little girl from behind with the with the ponytail. And everything I, else was you. I remember. <laughs> It was so surreal. It was so surreal. It was. But I thought I thought the outfit suited David really quite well. (laughs) But I never forget though when I walked on the set and what they'd done is they'd made like washing machines and dishwashers like like the size of of this room. They were like about eight foot tall (laughs) to make me look like a little kid. Exactly. Exactly. It it was a lot of fun. Uh, but the semen semen flavour didn't no, mean no, that. Well, no. it? <laughs> Damn it, I wanted to say that. Because <laughs> there's what there's the salt and linicker. There's, yeah. there's another one that they say. Cheese and Owen. Cheese and Owen, that's it. Oh, <laughs> name one after David Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> The old jokes are the best. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to mention Terry, Terry Venables. Um, yeah. You know, he's, for me, he was a, a brilliant England manager. But you, you, you were lucky. You had, you, you had him at Barcelona, am I right? Barcelona and Tottenham. And Tottenham. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I just, I was chatting to the guys earlier and saying how, how brilliant he was at, at man-to-man management. 
you know what what experiences have you you've got loads i would imagine but what's your what's your favorite experiences about terry uh, I, I, terry terry was great i mean he was he was he was different to other coaches in the way that most coaches would like be with basics. This is your starting lineup. This is tactically. This is what we do in the system and all that stuff. And then the coaching would be the coaching. Whereas Terry took on, I think, on took you helped you in a more individual basis. So he would he would come up to me two or three times a week and say, "If the ball's over there, if you come in there and then you spin out that way, what do you, do you think that work?" And I go, sometimes I go, mm, not sure, but actually that might work. And this, and we try so many things and we'd always talk tactics individually. And I think that, that, that wasn't, I'd never really experienced that with anyone else before. And within that, it improved your game. Um, and it's, and he was, he was terrific at Barcelona and it was, it was, he was great at Tottenham as well. Um, I mean, it's funny when I was in Barcelona, it was this quiet. <laughs> I'd been there a few months and um, Terry was, Terry was the coach. Now Terry's Spanish was, was pretty good. Um, but he, he also used English expressions occasionally in training and stuff like that. And I remember we played, um, England played Spain in the Bernabeu. Um, I remember I got, I got four goals in that, in that game. <laughs> Love and, it. and we traveled, I traveled to Madrid with, with my Spanish teammates and, um, Talking to goalkeepers, Zubi Zaretta was the, the goalkeeper. He's yeah. a great guy, yeah. good friend. You'd have played against him in, exactly. in the Euros in '96. Yeah. And when you saved a penalty, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was pretty anyway, I, 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 I played this game in Spain, scored four goals. We won four two. I go in the dressing room at the end of the game and sit there, and, and Zubi walks in, Zubi Zaretta, and he, he came and he walked over to me and he, in the perfect Cockney accent. He went, Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Venables was saying it, but um, <laughs> I, I think the, I think the interesting thing with with um, with Terry is he's one of the, I think probably the two best England managers in recent times, with uh, apart from Gareth in, in now, but before that, him and Glenn Hoddle, the two English managers that I think were exceptional, both lost the job for non-football exactly. reasons, exactly. which was such a shame. Yeah. Such a shame. Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah, and and I know exactly what you mean with with Glenn because he was tactically he was brilliant, you know. But yeah. you know, okay, he, he had his different thoughts on like trying to get to know players and that. But with Terry, you knew where you stood. You knew exactly yeah. what he wanted. And I never forget when he came over to me when he, he he took over as England manager and straight away came over over to me and he just went, "You're my England number one." And that coming from Terry Venables at the time was just like yeah. exactly what I needed, you know. But yeah. he was he was brilliant like that, you know. And then it, also in the way that he, he he told me to like to look after Gaza and take him fishing and calm him down yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was telling the lads about about when um, before Euro '96 we would always get together because obviously we didn't need to qualify, but we would always watch videos of Holland. And and we lads were thinking like, why watch so much of Holland? And he'd be like, well, you know, they're they're going to be one of the best teams. We are at some stage. We will play them. Then we got the draw, and then when you see how good we played against Holland, yeah. it just shows you how good Terry was in his prep and and in his management. It was it was it, it was fantastic. I did. It's funny to mention Gazer and Fisher. I, I don't know, a few months ago, I was at home. And I get, I get this occasional call. Oh, we all I get know. occasional calls. Me, me, me and Gary are on his hit list, aren't we? Yeah, was, it's generally the same conversation yeah. every time. But anyway, he was fishing. And he, he says, oh, I've got fishing. He says, 
he's in the, he's fishing in the lake. He says, I've caught a shark. I've caught a shark. I said, what do you mean you've caught a shark? He said, he's got a video on that. He says, look at this. And he's got his mate in the lake in a shark suit and he's got it on the end of his... And he's pulling him out of the water. He's like, what? Oh, man. He'll never change that one. No, he won't. You know, and it's always the same, isn't it? It's like a couple of missed calls, unknown number or whatever. Then they, they, yeah, they, you, you know. know it is, yeah. You know it's you're like, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What, um, I was going to say, what was it like in the World Cup? But I, I was there. There. I was there, you know, yeah. as a as a number three, and I'll never forget, you know, the semi final, you know, when you yeah. when you you spoke to Bobby and, you know, the 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 look on on Gaza's face. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I mean that was, I mean that's it, people talk about your career and they say, oh, what any regrets and all this, and I always think regrets is the wrong word, but if there's one game that I'd look back on and think, if only. It's that one because then you're one game away from f- football and immortality, aren't yeah. you? You mean World Cup final, where we'd have probably been favourites. Um, but uh, yeah, I want to ask you actually because I've always wondered this because there's a lot of talk uh, that's been subsequently, and I, I didn't necessarily agree with it because obviously Pete Shilton was number one and David Besson was was there as well because he took my place. Exactly. And I was just people often said because Besson was so big, do you think they should have substituted him for Pete Shilton? Yeah. What do you think? I know. I, I know. I know what you mean because it's because Bez, so hard to do that, especially with Schultz. I know. You know so you imagine, Schultz would it'd have been like with Kepper, wouldn't he? It'd be like Kepper at Chelsea. He wouldn't have, he yeah. wouldn't have gone off. He'd be like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> but no, you know, like that. to put Bez in for that, yeah. you know, for a shootout. Yeah, because Bez was a lot better at saving penalties than Schultz was. You yeah. know, Schultz yeah. was still diving when the ball was coming back out after it hit the well, net. Well, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a little bit. I'm going to take a little bit of responsibility here, right? Because we, I rumoured Schultz, as you know, yeah. I've rumoured him for oh, six years or something, eight years. And we were in, during that World Cup. There were there were a few penalty shootouts, and in every penalty shootout, there were a couple of people went straight down the middle. So we we had conversations at night, and uh, I used to say to him, "If the keeper stands still and waits to see where it's going, surely you're going to take two out of five at least." 
So we between us. So, so it's kind of my fault because what his tactic was in the finals, wait to see where it's going. No way. <laughs> and everyone went right in the top corner. And he, he but if you look at the penalty shootout, he went the right oh, way. Man. All five penalties. <laughs> and that's right. So it's my fault. They never hit one down the middle. No, I remember that. German and I remember bogus. watching because I, I was up in the stand because I I'd, I'd yeah. broke my thumb and I'd yeah. gone home to get it all sorted out. And then and then I came back out for the semi-final and yeah. I was watching it and I was thinking like he's not moving he's hardly moving and he's only going after they've hit it <laughs> you know? Know. and I just found it like so strange but now I know no, now no, I know sorry, the reason 30 years <laughs> on or whatever you know you know why yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. so the yes. England goalkeeper why, that, would, why would any goalkeeper listen to me <laughs> <laughs> ever yeah and he got about 120 odd caps and he's still listening to you <laughs> yeah but he still never saved the penalty exactly <laughs> <laughs> What um, what are your thoughts on Tottenham this season, Gary? Because you you've got to, think, you've got to be impressed with them. Well, I think it's Tottenham or Arsenal for the league, isn't it? Two or three now for third. Um, I, I, no, I think Tottenham do well. I think they've got an elite coach now, yeah. um, and he's you know it's a really good fit. I think they've made some good signings. Um, I think both Tottenham and Arsenal will have a really good chance of top four. Yeah. Realistically, I think. Um, you know, maybe at the expense of Chelsea, but I think it'd be four between those five. I think both Arsenal and Tottenham will close the gap on the top two. I still think the top two will be yeah. ahead of everyone else, but well, obviously if they're the top two. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, I, I like what Conte's doing. I think he's a, a really good coach. He's, you know, his enthusiasm, his organisational yeah. skills, his tactical acumen. I think he's got, I think it's... Um, you know, for North London, it's not been great as it the last few years. But I think um, I think there's reason reason to be cheerful. But as we yeah. all know, football it's the hope. I know, <laughs> and, and and thinking of hope going into the World Cup in Qatar, I'm I'm so looking forward to it because you know when when you look at back at what we did, you know, the, obviously the semi-finals in Russia, the finals yeah. in the Euros. Yeah. Um, I'm just. And now, and now we're not at the end of the season where we're really tired. <laughs> we're halfway through it, so that's well, not an excuse. True. <laughs> true. I don't know what we'll do without an excuse. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really encouraged, really encouraged with um, England at the moment. And I know they didn't uh, this summer tournament, but I think we missed a little bit of a trip there. If I'd, you know, Not that I've ever been a coach and wouldn't probably have done it anyway, but... I just thought maybe if he'd arrested all our players then they could have had a proper summer off and mm. they'd have been absolutely razor sharp uh, come November. But we've got so many good young players now, uh, a really good mix, um, probably a little bit like possibly central defence. Um, but I think, you know, we've got so many options mm. and a lot of quality. I think England will be competitive over the next 10 to 12 years. Um, maybe longer. Um, whether we're winning one in that, who knows? Knockout football, you can play against a team and have a great day. You can have a bit of bad luck. But I think if you keep knocking on the door like we're now starting to do, and I think we'll continue to do, I think I think we might actually win the bloody trophy. <laughs> no, no. I've always said I've always said that when England win a trophy, I want to be around because that's going to be some. That's going to be one yeah. hell of a party, yeah. you know. And when England's men, we should say, should oh, we? Yeah, say true. England's men yes. win a trophy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great trophy. But it's you know, it's, you've been close. I've, I, I was close with with Euro '96, yeah. and it's just something that's yeah. You know, now watching yeah. the game for a long time, it's just something that I want to. I want to be involved in, yeah. you know, and I'm sure you do. Yeah, yeah. 
before we pop out of I was looking at I was like finding some information out about it, then I realised that like how old how old's um George now? George is thirty now. Oh see like my oh, eldest like th- my eldest is thirty seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah, I've you got started a thirty-seven young. and a thirty-six-year-old <laughs> lads. Well, men really, yeah. but yeah, uh, and, it's it's scary. Isn't it? I know. You got grandkids? Yeah, no. Are you a granddad? No, 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 I'm not, no. Either, not, not a granddad. I've told him the first one who makes me a granddad is out of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great uncle. So my brother's yeah. daughter has had a great uncle. Yeah, my brother's daughter has had two babies, and I'm like, whoa! Before I'm a granddad. <laughs> But anyway. What's the name of your podcast? I can't see it written down anyway. Seaman says. S. You fell for that one. I, if I haven't got it on my screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're always wearing knobhead, Gaz. <laughs> on that, we can agree. Yeah. When you were talking about managers, probably taken away from Klopp and Pep or maybe Topsy, who would you as a player now really think you'd thrive under or would want to be managed by? Oh, blimey. Well, you mentioned... Oh, the exactly, which is why I want to kind of take him out of the equation. Yeah. Um, after, 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 I don't know. After that... Um, <laughs> I'm still laughing at what Tuchel's, you think you got Tuchel's a bit mad, um, but he's, I think he's really good as well. But I'd love to play for context. Yeah. I think he's... I, I, I really like him. I've met him as well. He's a really nice guy. He's actually totally the opposite to how he is on the touchline. He's really calm and sweet and nice. He says, he even said to me, he says, I just, he said, as soon as I come out of that tunnel, he says, I just transform into this other being, incredible Hulk or something. <laughs> but I, yeah, maybe Conte. Yeah. What do you, what do you make of, um, of Stevie G at the moment and what he's doing at, at, at Villa with, uh... well, it's very early and it takes time, you know, you've got, you've got to get through this period. They didn't exactly, you know, spend a fortune in the summer. Um, so they're you know, but they've you know, they've got the makings. It's it's tough. I think it's it's a tough job. It's, it's you know, we've seen it with Frank as well. Um, you come in, you've got to you know. I mean, obviously, um, Stevie did really well at Rangers, um, but it's what, what's the best he can do at Aston Villa would probably be you know realistically top half at the mm. moment. Um, so I mean, it's a hell of a team know, that they've got there. I mean, you look at other teams in that position yeah. yourself with with a Leicester or. Um, yeah. Uh, as a as a Saints fan myself, sorry about that at the weekend, but um, <laughs> no, I knew we'd get that in. Yeah, <laughs> just the knife a little bit. Um, but he's really got a squad, though, hasn't he? Oh, he's got yeah, he's got a squad. He's you know, but it's I suppose you know they've one or two injuries they've had, haven't they? As well, I mean, I think Stevie G's got the makings of being a really yeah. good, really good manager. Um, but you. you you're going to have a rocky road at some point early in your managerial career. You need to ride that and come through. Mm. So it's, it's, he's only been, he hasn't been there that long. Yeah. So I think it's not, it's, you know, it's, it's just starting to build his team. And if you look at like Arteta at Arsenal, you've got to give people time Mm, and it's proven. If you think they've got what it takes, then give them time. And that's what Arsenal have done, even though people, you know, asking for his head and all this sort of stuff, they've stuck with him. And now they've obviously seen something in him and now they're reaping the rewards because they're, they're building a squad together. And you've got to have patience with managers. You know, if it's someone that's obviously quite clearly not a fit and it doesn't work and you completely lose the dressing room or something, well, that's a different matter. But if you've got someone that's got something, 
give them time, try and back them, try and support them and be patient. If, uh, it sounds, I mean, David will laugh at this because it sounds like I'm just talking about my team here, but do you then think it is refreshing that Southampton have given, given Hasenhutl the time that he has had? Cause- yeah. Well, it's refreshing. Southampton, one of those clubs, weren't they, that previously that trying to, you know, didn't didn't give people very no, long at all. At all. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's brilliant. I mean, didn't they get rid of quite a lot of his staff, though? In this well, it wasn't his staff, like, though. So we had Calvin Davis, who was his. obviously the old yeah. goalie and, and Watson uh, and stuff. Okay. So yeah. finally he's... Yeah, but again, Hassan Hooter's clearly done a really good job at Southampton mm. over, over you know, time. You, you're going to get spells where it dips off. Yeah. Um, but by sticking with him, you, you get some kind of continuity, constantly mm. chopping and changing moments. It just it doesn't. The only place that you uh, kind of books the trend in terms of that working has been the Chelsea of Abramovich. Mm. But that's that's throwing a hell of a lot of money at it as well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, I think you know if you get what you think is the right person in charge, you've got to stick right, try and be patient, and and you know because fans are never patient. Yeah. They you know, they don't, success, they, you know, of course. You lose three games on the trot. Oh, he's lost a dressing and get him out. It's not like yeah. that. Yeah. The other thing, I don't know if you've got time for this. The other thing I just wanted to ask you actually about was was match of the day and all, kind of the, the workings yeah. behind the scenes, like what a day is like there and, and that rapport. <laughs> he loves all these gals. <laughs> that, that rapport that you have with um, with 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 Alan and, and with Ian and the banter and how the teams yeah. are picked and which way you're going to look at it and... I mean, that's it's quite. Where do you want to start? I'm guessing it's, it, it's a mean, long it's a, it's day. It's a huge guys, operation. Though. It's a huge operation for the whole. That you know, we've got lots of, you know, couple of people editing matches each. Um, there's a big team. Um, obviously, we're in the thing. We've got guys that are there. The the technical guys in terms of liaising with the guys about their analysis. So basically, there's an early kickoff normally on a Saturday. Mm. The guys will watch that game. Obviously, we'll watch that. And then at three o'clock, um, say it's Ian and Alan. Um, Ian will be del- he'll have one game and Alan will have another game. Um, me and the editor and, and one or two others will be monitoring all the games going on to try and see if there's any other things that we can pick out. Um, then at the late game, obviously, they both look at that one so to analyse it properly. Um, then they go. Do they get to choose they, these games, or is it a producer there saying, "Right, uh, they'll, got- they'll discuss it with the they'll discuss it with the producer, yeah, okay. um, or the director as he's called, and uh, the editor as he's called, and um, and between them they'll come up with a game each. Um, um, ultimately, the editor will have the final yeah. say. Um, there's always, there's always this thing, on, and certainly on social media and on Twitter. <laughs> And I see it about yeah. my club and I see it about, oh, they always choose the big teams first or, you know, why, why is my team always down the... the, the... Well, why is my team always on last? Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's actually not true, but it's... Um, well, if you're, if you're following us, it doesn't necessarily apply at the start of the season. For, for example, we used match of the day and um, there was that cracking game at, at mm. Fulham on, on Saturday and, and that, that led because it was... It was the best game. Once you get later in the season, um, like any sport that you follow, you will mostly follow the leaders. Sure. If you're watching a horse race, you don't really want to watch the horse at the back all the time. Um, but we, so you focus first on the, the title race and then, then, then you probably shift to the bottom of the table because that's where there's a lot of pressure. And then if you're in a mid table clash, even if it's a good game, it might be further down the order than it ordinarily would be because there ain't that much There's at not, stake. Yeah, nothing riding on it. Um, so it's 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 
fairly obvious um, the running order most weeks, but people do get a little bit excited. And a lot of people think we're biased against, funnily enough, their club. Yeah, of course. They never say, you're biased <laughs> against his club over there. No, it's also you biased against my... We're not biased. No, no, no. I mean, really? I mean... I'm 61 years old. Do you think I, you know, do you think I'm, do you think there's a football team I don't like? No. Leicester would be on first every week. Well, exactly. If, if, if it were biased, they were on last on, well, they weren't on last on Saturday. I wanted to be on last on Saturday. It's like, I wanted to not even, wanted to not even show it. That would have upset you, wouldn't it, you Southampton? Fans? Brilliant. Left it off altogether. <laughs> nice one, mate. Well, it's been amazing having you on. It's great to see Our you. My pleasure. Uh, yeah, so, great to see you there. Always. Cheers. Cheers, Thank you, Gary. Cheers. Thanks very much. Thanks. Cheers, Gary. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers, all. Cheers, Gary. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch all our interviews in full. Just search for Seaman Says. This is a Listening Dog Media Production. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.